Hello and welcome to the fourth episode of the TBC Podcast. I'm your host and editor-in-chief of the Bethel Collegian, Brett Esch. It is Wednesday, March 22nd. As a reminder, you can find the show on our website, collegian.bethelks.edu, or on Apple Podcasts and Spotify. You can follow us on Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook. All you have to do is search the Bethel Collegian. And as always, thank you to the KBCU 88.1 FM team, the official student-run radio station of Bethel College, for giving us this beautiful space to record, giving you, the listener, the best quality we can. So now let's jump right in to the Collegian ticker. First off with the news, the SGA has voted to reimburse Championship Monday tickets and approve the use of the RSO account for Bethel College Community Justice and Peace to fund the New Hope Shelter Meal. A story from April Powell's can be found on the website. Members of the Bethel Social Work use funds to acquire emergency kits and an AED for on-campus residence buildings. You can read a story about that with quotes from social work students and professors from Lauren McCreary on the news section of the website. And Assistant Professor of Communication Arts Karen Robb has announced her resignation. A story from Darius Pamplin is on the website. Moving over into entertainment, a reminder that the spring show Tick Tick Boom is scheduled for March 24th through 26th, that's this week, in Crable Auditorium. There's a movie version currently available on Netflix. You can read about the Academy Awards' diversity problem in a retrospective from Rebecca Schlosser on the entertainment section of the website. In features... New section here for the ticker. The Bethel Wuppertal uh, partnership that led to the incredible story of Nino. Delon Bagchi joins later to talk about her experience as a foreign exchange student and more. In sports, tennis captured wins on both the men's and women's sides over Doan ahead of conference action. There's a story from Jordan Twentert that you can read about on the website. Softball opened up KCAC play with a pair of losses to Bethany. A story from Jenna Mahoney recapping that is available. And the first ever Bethel flag football season is underway. Freshman Kyla Rome, a quarterback and linebacker for the team, joins later to discuss the sport. If you'd like to submit information for the Collegian ticker, if you want your Bethel or community event announced, you can email collegian at bethelks.edu or DM us on Twitter or Instagram. All right, first up joining the TBC podcast is Dilan Bakchi. She is... Uh, Joined the Collegian this year, uh, so really excited to have her talk about her latest feature story. So, uh, Dilan, go ahead and introduce yourself for the listeners so they know who they're listening to. Good morning, Beth. Thank you for the invitation. My name is Dilan Bakci. I'm an exchange student from Germany. Um, I am a futures writer in the Collegian, and I'm really glad that we're doing this podcast right now. Absolutely. So, your latest feature was really fascinating. I had multiple people reach out and say they really loved it. Um, it was about uh, the Bethel Foreign Exchange Partnership uh, with, help me in pronouncing this. Wuppertal. Wuppertal, okay. Mm-hmm. And uh, you're, you're not, you're far from the first person to, to use this partnership. And that's kind of what I, what I learned and what many people learned. Um, so could you explain this partnership uh, and the opportunities it provides for students both here, or both here in North Newton and in Germany? Yeah, so this partnership started in the 1950s, I think. That was the first time that, the, that one Wuppertal student came to Bethel College. And uh, this partnership provides both the 
Bethlehem students and Wuppertal students to see and learn a new culture, new identities, new world rules, and a new country. And especially for people who study English in Germany, it's a good way to practice their English. And also for Bethlehem students who live in a small town like North Newton, it's a good like a good opportunity to see like a huge difference from Newton or like Kansas in total. And um, yeah. Yeah, I could only imagine the difference. <laughs> yeah. I, I looked up pictures of uh, Wuppertal, and it was just—it's definitely a starch difference. Yeah, so. like North Newton is like the small part of Wuppertal. <laughs> right. Yeah, <laughs> right. Um, so, how did you personally learn about this partnership uh, and, and accept the chance to study abroad in the United States? You know, kind of what's your mm -hmm. story with this? Okay, so it all started with me that I decided to study English uh, in Germany. That I want to be an English teacher at high school, and there is a like a rule in Germany um, that if you study a different language like English, French or sp Spanish, you have to go to like you have to stay in the specific country where English or Spanish is the original language for a certain amount of time. So it's required? <laughs> yes, it's required. Wow. It's required. Wow. And every college has like my college says at least three months, other colleges say six months, other colleges say uh, one year. And and growing up, when I was in the eighth grade, I immediately decided I want to do something with English and I want to go to America for a year. And uh, when I did my internship in, I think, the 11th grade, um, I went to Wuppertal to do my internship to know how how the studies in English are in Wuppertal. And then I heard about this opportunity that you can go to America for a year to Bethel College um, and study English there. And um, it's a cooperation which they have like for over 60 years. And I was just like, oh my God, it's like here at the college, I don't have to go like in private. I have, to, I can go to a partner school in America. And because um, you also have the opportunity you can go in private for three months, but this will cost you a lot because that's a cooperation it's a little bit cheaper for us. Um, so um, then I decided, okay, I'm coming to a part time. I'm trying to, um, I'm trying to get in Buffalo College because we also had different colleges. We had one in Canada for a year, but this was in Quebec. And uh, the reason why I didn't choose Quebec was that it was more the focus was more on French and not in English. And then we had Pennsylvania and Michigan, but these colleges were only for four months. And I wanted to go for a year. That's why Buffalo College was the college for me. And I looked up Buffalo College and I looked up North Newton and I said hey, that's a huge difference from Wuppertal because we in Wuppertal have more than 20,000 students. Nobody knows anybody. You don't live on campus and we are really in the center of um, like of the, all the hotspots in Germany where Netherlands and Düsseldorf, Cologne, all those um, towns are like, close to us. And I want to, see, I want to see like a huge difference. That's why I came here. Um, I... I like that's a huge difference from Wuppertal in the town itself because we are only like like five hundred students here, and um, I said okay this will be different maybe a little bit hard for me for a year because I don't have a car for example, and um, it's not easy for me to go and grocery shopping because in Wuppertal I can just go and like take tra um, um, the transportation we have the bus the trains. Um, but here I said this will be a challenge, but this will be an experience, an important experience for my future life. And that's why I came here and I don't regret it.
Wow, that's amazing. Mm-hmm. Um, so, you know, Dan Quinlan was someone that, that you talked to a lot for this story, mm-hmm. and I'm sure you had many conversations with him before that. Yeah. Um, he has so much experience with foreign exchange yeah. programs that I, I learned from your story. Mm-hmm. What kind of confidence did you give th- did this give to you in knowing that he was uh, leading this for on the Bethel side of things and organizing mm-hmm. this, that he had that experience? Um, so what really what – my- what was really interesting for me when I had this conversation with Dan was that he, as a former exchange student himself, because he went, um, he also went abroad, and I, for me it was just like it all started with my in my first weeks at Bethel, because um, I was really homesick, like really bad. I want to go home, and I texted Dan, "Hey Dan, I really need a host family because I feel alone." And Dan answered to, uh, to my email with a really long text message and explained his experience, how it was for him when he went abroad and he missed his family. And he repeated that on our interview. And he just said, I miss my family. But and I also, when I went abroad, I learned that the thing that I'm doing right now is not the thing I want to do in my future. But I focused on every every positive thing. I'm learning a different country, different world, with different language. I meet different people. And this, again, like gave me like my strength for my last couple months, which is really hard right now because I really miss my family. And because I said, he's right. Even though I miss my family and my friends and Germany and all the good food there for my mom... I learned so many good things here. Like I learned new people. I learned I, I'm in the collegian. I'm in the radio. I'm like I learned different language. I know I learned different culture, and this again gave me like my my strength for my last months. This gave me my confidence that I needed in my especially my first weeks when Dan told me, "Hey, this was for me. For me, it was like the same thing. I was alone. I didn't know anybody. I was an exchange student, and um, yeah, looking. I think the most confident I got was when I he told me his own experience, and then I could see myself in it too. Right. Um, so the main subject of your story was uh, Nino, mm-hmm. and uh, can you help me pronounce his last name? Mangia um, Pana, I think. Okay, uh, so Nino has, uh, you know, a really familiar face on Bethel. You know, yeah. when I looked him up and I saw him, I I'd, I'd definitely seen mm-hmm. him before. Um, so, what did you think about his story and what he had to say about his decision decision to stay in America? I mean, in the middle of a pandemic, <laughs> you know, everything's going very crazy, mm-hmm. and he makes probably the toughest decision, a tougher decision than I could make yeah. personally. So, what what what, do, what were your takeaways from that? I have a huge respect towards Nino because <laughs> um, I know Carmen. Carmen came here with Nino and uh, Carmen immediately decided, no, I don't want to do homeschool here somewhere at my host families. I want to go back. And I think I would I would have been Carmen. And then Nino, he's, but he fell in love with Bethel College and with a girl. <laughs> and um, it was hard for him to leave Bethel and I understand his decision, but I couldn't do that. Like, every time when people talk about Nino, I'm impressed of his decision because I couldn't, I could never do that. And um, for me, it was, um, I totally understand his decision because Bethel College is really different than Wuppertal. Um, like, we have here a really small, uh, a really strong connection to our professors, to all the students here, and you 
have this feeling at Bedford College that you all all together are a family. Like when we go to the football games, the basketball games, like we go crazy. We are, like there is a family feeling at Bedford College, and this will also be something that I will miss because at my course nobody knows me. I'm just a number. I just have my ID card, and people don't ask me for my name. People ask me for my ID number, <laughs> like literally. And um, um, I thought that Nino's story. He was that it was a really. Um, hard decision also like for Nino and this would have been a hard decision for me too because like everybody lives in Germany and in Turkey like my family is in Turkey and Germany um, but um, I think that um, that this was the best decision for Nino because he now he was in Befokoc alumni he, at first from Wuppertal exchange in, uh, in Bethel College, then a transferred co- uh, student here at Bethel College, alumni at Bethel College, and now an employee at Bethel College. <laughs> I think that this was the best decision he could uh, he could make. He now is, he's getting married in April, and I just wish him the best. And I couldn't do that. I have a huge respect towards him. I think this was this is one of the interesting stories I've ever heard because I was always curious about his decision and how it was for him. And I'm impressed again how strong he was and he is. Awesome. And and finally, what would be your pitch to a current Bethel student to travel to Germany and study at Wuppertal or vice versa? For my German students, I know that people are fighting to come here. <laughs> Bethel coach, we only they only take two students. Um, and I know that right now people are struggling because in order to get your to get in your master's degree, because um, in Germany you have to do your master's degree in order to be a teacher. But before you go to a master's degree, you already had to like um, it is required for you that you already were in a different country for like for your studies, and I know people are right now fighting to come to Bedford College because they're all like, "Oh, I'm going to my mess, but I didn't like I was in America, I was in England, I wasn't abroad. Like, what should I do?" And um, for my German students, I can just say they all like Bedford College is the best opportunity. Because it is a huge difference than Wuppertal. Michigan is nearly the same. Pennsylvania is nearly the same. Quebec, they're all are huge colleges, universities. But like Buffalo College is a small college. And here you can see a totally different view of the world and a totally different college. And I think for me it was the best decision. And sometimes people are like, oh, but you were in Kansas. Isn't that like boring? No, because Karen and I, we saw things that people in Germany would never see. Because nobody in Germany will when they when they say i want to go to america nobody says i want to go to kansas <laughs> they all want to go to los angeles new york right. san francisco and um i would encourage my Wuppertal students to come here because they will see uh, something really different i would encourage my um Buffer college student um to go first and foremost like just go abroad I think um, people here in America tend to stay in America and travel in America I can totally get that because it's a beautiful country we have so many things here but it's still something different different when you go to overseas and you have this beautiful cooperation um, with Wuppertal and um I would encourage Bethel questions because it will be challenging, but that's the good point. It will be maybe it will maybe cost you something um, more than it usually does. Um, it will be hard for you to leave your family, and it will be. I think it's really often harder for native English speakers to learn German because they didn't grow up with learning German. Because we grew up with learning English in the first grade, and um, but 
that's the good part of it. It will be challenging, but you will learn so many new things for your future life, so many new world rules, and you will see so many things because we live so close to the Netherlands, to Cologne, and to all the hotspots in Germany. You will see how easy it is for us to travel in Germany because we have the trains and the buses. You will see how it's easy for us to not buy a car because, like, you know, we have our tickets. We just, like, beep, and then you go in the bus and you can drive everywhere you want. And... Um, for both people, it will be something different. I couldn't say the same thing if we were, uh, if, we, for example, if this college would have been the um, college in Pennsylvania, I couldn't say that because like it's a big college, big college, big town, big town. But here, that's a small town and a big town, and I think that's the best thing about it. Absolutely, that's amazing. Well, thank you so much for the, uh, Delon for joining and sharing that with us. It's it's really is special and it's interesting to hear about. So You're thank welcome. you. You're welcome. Thank you so much for the invitation. <laughs> Next up joining the TBC podcast is Kyla Rome, a freshman from Columbus, Georgia, who plays quarterback for the first ever Bethel College flag football team. She's joining us today to talk about the sport, how she began, and this team as it gets its inaugural season underway. Kyla, thank you for joining. Thank you for having me. Uh, so first thing I wanted to ask is, how were you specifically introduced to flag football, and what's your story with the sport? Um, so I was introduced to flag football my sophomore year of high school. Um it was very brand new, and it was something I never heard of, tried. So, you know, I just put my foot out and was like, oh, I'll try it. Um, and I ended up loving it. So I played for three years in high school, and um, the journey was pretty cool. Um, I started going to expos, trying to get scholarships and stuff like that, and really working hard towards trying to make it to college with it. So you were part of the first ever recruiting class for Bethel Flag Football. What does it really mean to you when you hear that to be a part of, of, of a history for this athletic department? Um, it sounds pretty cool that really to think about it, my name will kind of go down in history. Um, it'll never be forgotten when it comes to Bethel history. And um, it's actually funny because I was a part of the first flag football team of high school. So it's, it's good to be a part of history again. Yeah, I kind of wanted to expand on that a little bit. Um, I know it's not on what I sent you, but, mm-hmm. um, you know, knowing that this is such an emerging sport, kind of what would you say to girls who are thinking about getting into flag football, you know, especially as it begins to expand across the country? Um, have fun with it. Um, it doesn't seem like work if you have fun with the sport. Um, and also, um, if you feel like, like it's just hard or you can't really get to where you want to go, just keep going and keep trying because I got to that point at one time where I just felt like flag football was going to get me nowhere and I was just doing this just to do it. But it it, it helps. It helps. Absolutely. Um, so what did the recruiting process look like for you? You know, you talked about going to camps and, and, and getting exposed in that way, and especially with, uh, with Coach Rowe, you know, taking over the program, first-year head coach. What did that relationship look like between you and her and how that developed? Yeah, so um, originally I met Coach Rowe at an expo that she did in Georgia. And from then on, I loved her personality. I loved what she stood for as a person. And from there, when it came to recruiting, she made it very personal. It wasn't just me about a player. It was it was also me being just a person. And she didn't ask me really about, like, stats or anything. She asked me about my personal life. She made it very personal, and I loved it. I loved that about her. So having been on campus now for a semester, uh, you're from Columbus, Georgia, right? Um, So coming all the way to Kansas uh, for flag football, um, how has this team chemistry been building and how have you kind of gotten used to being in Kansas uh, uh, for this purpose? 
Yeah. Um, it's very it's a very different climate from Georgia. I'm still trying to get used to it, but I've loved it. I've loved it so far. Um, the team, I love them. The chemistry, um, we're still working on that. But of course, you know, chemistry is born on and off the field. And so, you know, we do like little things. We talk, we do escape rooms, we do like little team bonding things. And, you know, we all come from different backgrounds. And I think what also helps us with our chemistry is um, that we embrace those differences. So, yeah. Right. And then especially you as a quarterback, Mm -hmm. you know, as a linebacker, kind of taking on leadership roles Mm -hmm. this early, you know, I mean, a really freshman heavy group. Uh, Kind of what's this freshman class feeling like is, you know, especially looking forward to the next three, four years. Like what could you feel like you could build here at Bethel? Um, I feel like we could build a sisterhood when it comes to our team. You know, um, that's very important, not only to me, but also to my teammates. And especially since being like a QB and I'm um, the captain. That's very important. Chemistry on and off the field, that's that's number one. Absolutely. And then finally, what are some goals the team is striving toward as a complete group in its first ever season? I know you've already had some games under your belt. Mm-hmm. So what are kind of some things you've had to learn already, uh, lessons moving forward? Yeah. So um, like everybody already knows, uh, this is a new program coming to Bethel. So it's very new. Um as of right now, when it comes to goals, we're focused on not only our individuality when it comes to the sport, but also as a team, just getting better progressively, trying to do better from this game to the next, to the next, to the next, and then get some wins under our belt. Absolutely. I'm, I'm really excited. First home game uh, coming up. Mm-hmm. Of, is that tomorrow, I believe? Yes, so it'll tomorrow. So it'll be today for those that are listening on Wednesday. Uh, really excited for that, um, and we're all cheering you on. So thank you so much for joining and uh, giving some time to talk about the program. No problem. Thank you. Well, that'll do it for episode number four of the TBC podcast. Once again, I'm your host and editor-in-chief of the Bethel Collegian, Brett Esch. Reminder that you can find this show on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or on the website collegian.bethelks.edu. Be sure to follow the Collegian on Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook so you don't miss a single update. All you have to do is search the Bethel Collegian. We will see you back here in two weeks, and thank you for listening.